Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Breaking the Wall podcast. Well, I guess it might not be morning where you are, but it's definitely morning in New York City. I got my coffee and the sun is shining and it's a beautiful day to podcast. So here we are. Um, But today I'm here to tell you to stop dancing like a student. Yeah, and that's uh, coming from a place of love, a little tough love today, maybe. But it is audition season, and I've been getting messages um, from dancers who want advice about how to shoot their audition reels because we're still in a pandemic. So there's a lot of online submissions happening, and we're like, what do we do? What don't we do? Um, But my main advice is we need to stop dancing like students and start dancing like professionals, right? Especially for early career artists. I think this is one of the biggest things holding young dancers back from booking jobs is that they still look like students when we need dancers to look like they're meant to be a part of a company or a show. Um, So let me explain it to you this way. Think about college, right? So I think college versus career auditions. In college, your faculty or the people that are um, accepting people into the school are looking for potential, right? They're looking maybe for facility or someone's ability to get really low into the ground or something like some kind of natural ability or natural talent that they can mold and shape over the next three to four years, right? They ask, what can we do? over this period of time to make this person great and ready to dance for their whole lives. In the professional world, they're no longer looking for potential, right? They want reality. What are you going to bring to the studio or on stage today? So they're less interested in your growth and potential, and they're more interested about what can you produce on a daily basis, Right. What can you produce today, tomorrow and the next day consistently? And I was talking to my friend Patrick, who's a part of Alvin Ailey. Um, He's a company member in Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. And he was actually quoting one of his mentors, Hope Boykin, who was also part of the company. Um, And she said potential is a nice or polite way of telling people they don't have it. So when people say you have potential, they're essentially saying something's missing, right? Like, yeah, you're great, but there's also something missing. And I think that thing is artistry. And this is where the tough love comes in today. Um, I will tell you that no one is offering a check to people with potential over people who have it, right? So I know we would love to walk into a studio space and be like, you know, they're going to see everything that they can do for me or I can do for them later on, maybe in four years or how I'm going to grow. But the truth is they're more interested in what you're going to bring to the table today. That's the student mindset. The student mindset is they're excited about what I'm going to do, where in the professional world, we want to know what you're doing now. So how do we figure out our artistry or how do we tap into that, right? So Your artistry, for me, it takes your skills, techniques, and experiences, and then puts them in real-time decision-making. That's what they're looking for. And to figure that out, honestly, it just takes time. And what helps expedite this process is deadlines. Yeah, so if you're in a company, it's a lot easier because there's demands. There's already timelines. There's, we have a show this week, you need to get it together, we need to... 
Um, we need a product now. Where if you're not in a company, there's some ways to set your own deadlines in class or maybe in a process you're in at school. Um, so we'll talk about that. But for me, I, you know, I got my first job with Visceral and I will tell you that I was 100% a student when I walked into my first day of work. And I think I benefited a lot from timing. That's how I got the job. I showed up. I was in the right place. I auditioned the right amount of times. Um, and they needed someone of my caliber. So I came in and I have to give a lot of credit to the five women I worked with in that company my first year. Because, I mean, I think one of my strengths is a partner. Um, in college, I was a great partner because I did what was asked, right? I was able to be there. I was consistent as a partner. Um, but in the real world, you don't have three to four months to prepare for your, you know, fall show or spring show. You have a week. You have sometimes less. You have a day to pick up uh, material. In my first week at Visceral, we had a show that weekend and we had to learn a bunch of different, like, greatest hits parts of pieces we had to present that weekend. And I remember in the partnering for a lot of them, I was like, oh, like, I'm a good partner. I can do this. But you only get one shot, one to two shots. And then we got to keep learning choreo. So I, one of the dancers, Marissa Horton, um, and I think Kate Kachura also <laughs> brought this up that first week. But they were both like, we're going to do this one more time. And it wasn't malicious. It wasn't like you're not getting it. You're not doing a great job already. But we have time to do this one more time. And I'm going to need you to get it now. And what they mean by get it is not only get the step. But sh show me how you're going to perform this on Saturday so I know what I can give off as well. Everything needs to happen right away. So I, that's a, that was a great gift for me. And that's what brought me out of the student mentality of getting it right and getting it right for what the piece or the work needed right then. And that whole experience was super beneficial for me in later jobs and later auditions. Um, I knew how to walk into an audition after that, and I knew how to show them what they're going to get consistently day after day. And that's what people want to see in auditions. They're interested in seeing how you work. They're interested in what the relationship is going to be between you, the artistic director, how you're going to communicate, how you're going to um, show up every day. And when you bring that to an audition room, that's when you know you're bringing your authentic self. And even if you get cut, you know what you were offering was valid and you didn't have to worry about, can I reproduce this every day, right? So I'm really grateful for those early career moments in Visceral and those uh, <laughs> women who helped get me into shape real quick. Uh, but if you're not in a company, what should you do? Um if you're in school, I think class is a great opportunity to start playing with this, especially if you're a senior who's about to graduate. So my recommendation is to, one, pick up the combos quickly, the phrases, whatever, however your class is structured, and then start adding those qualities. Start adding that artistry on top of it. Start making choices in real time. What is your focus doing? What are you choosing to suspend, right? Those quality choices are so important. 
And those are the things that students that separate students from professionals. So start to take stock on what works and what's not working, right? What's drawing attention to you in a positive way, and maybe what's drawing attention to you in a not so great way. Um, but through these choices of what you do with your focus, what you do with your port bras, what you do with your timing. These are all things that they want to see in auditions. They want to see what you're bringing to a room. So if you're going into this uh, audition season, we are in audition season, um, and you're making self-tapes, my advice is to do two things. First, in your videos, make sure you are showing your technique, physicality, and form, right? All those things you just spent four years honing in on. But then add the artistry on top. Show them what they didn't know they needed, right? If you're auditioning for a company, show how you're going to add value to that space, how you're going to be working, the choices you'll make on a daily basis. If you're auditioning for a show, show them what kind of value you're going to bring to that show. What are you going to present to audiences night after night? As always, I hope this episode was helpful, especially if you are on that journey of auditioning for your first jobs and you're questioning what uh, to put on your reels or your um, self-tapes. But adding that value is going to be so important and it's necessary if you want to start booking these jobs you want. Yeah, so start playing with that. Um, But other than that, thank you all so much for watching. Um, Oh my gosh, you're not watching, you're listening. Um, (laughs) But thank you so much for listening. And if you love Breaking the Wall podcast, uh, we love five stars. We love reviews. If you can take the time to write a positive review on Apple Podcasts, we would be so appreciative. I love that I always refer to this as we because it is is just me right now. Um, But if you are loving this, Follow us on Instagram at Breaking the Wall. As always, if you have questions or if you have episode ideas, I would love to hear them through Instagram. Um, But I hope you all have a great day, and I will see you in another episode. Bye, everybody. Bye.